This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. 2019 is here. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Where did the time go? I feel like 2018 just went by like a flash of lightning. Um, Well, Happy New Year. I am speaking amazing blessings over your life this year, 2019. I hope it absolutely blows your mind. I really mean that. Like, I hope that this year God will just astound you with his goodness and with his favor and with his grace and that everything that has been planted in your heart as a desire, that every single thing comes to reality that every single thing is made manifest in your life, that you can see it and feel it and experience it and just enter into a space of gratitude. So happy new year again, right? I really mean that. So today I thought I would come and share with you five marriage habits that I really want to encourage you to incorporate into the relationship with your husband this year. And so I'm going to be sharing with you five things, things that you can do daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, or yearly. And what I want you to do is I want you to listen to all five and then identify the one that you will make a priority as a habit this year. Sometimes when we start off in a new year, we have so many things that we want to do, so many new habits, so many new changes, so many new goals that we start off strong and then we become a little bit overwhelmed. It's too much, too fast, too soon. And so I really want you to pace yourself because any change that you are looking to see in any area of your life really requires incremental and persistent action. And so I don't want you to listen to this podcast and walk away thinking, oh my gosh, I have to do all of these things. We're not doing any of these things. Um, And I don't want you to get overwhelmed by that, but I want you to just laser in on the one thing that you feel is reasonable, realistic, obtainable for you based on where you are in your marriage right now. Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to suggest as a daily habit um, is a daily check-in. And so I'm sure most of you are having some type of check-in with your husband, right? Whether that's 
when you guys reunite at the end of the workday, it's just a sort of like, hey, how are you? How's it going? If you're not even having that level of conversation, then for sure there's more that you and I probably need to be talking about. But let's just assume on a good day, right? Let's just assume on a good day, a good week that you do, right? That it's sort of like, hey, how was your day? And I think that that is a fine question. What happens, though, is when you ask how was your day, it is not a close-ended question in the fullest sense of you know, it's not a yes or no answer, but there's only so many responses you can get, right? It's usually like a one word or a small phrase response, and it doesn't really provide a meaningful connection. So much in our busy lives, so much of what we really need is meaningful connection where it's quality over quantity. And so I'm not suggesting on a daily basis that you and your husband need to have like hour long conversations like you did when you were dating, although that would be amazing. And if you can get there, awesome. But I do want to encourage you to have high intensity, meaningful conversations. And so what I'm going to suggest to you in your daily check-in, instead of just asking the very common, how was your day? I want you to ask instead, what was the best part of your day? Do you feel the difference in that question? Like, how was your day? You probably get like, it was fine. It was okay. It was hard, busy. I'm exhausted, right? But if you ask, what was the best part of your day? It requires that you and your husband really scan your day and comb through all the experiences you had to lift up something that was the best, right? And the threshold of what is the best part of your day can be whatever you want it to be. You don't need to have life-changing, transformative days every day. But even the smallest simple thing, right? From your child, you know, greeting you warmly when you picked them up from school or, you know, no line at the grocery store. It can be anything. But asking what is the best part of your day just requires a deeper level of investigation of your day. And over time, when you ask that question daily, you really begin to pick up themes and you get to know your spouse at a level that you probably would never get by asking the regular, how was your day? Okay, so a daily check-in with a meaningful question. The one question that I'm suggesting that you get in the habit of asking is what was the best part of your day? Now, I have to give credit to my husband for that question because he introduced it to me when we were dating and I loved it, right? I loved thinking about it throughout the day and like knowing that when we would reunite, I would be able to share what was the best part of my day. So I encourage you to borrow it for you and your husband as well. Number two is a weekly debrief. And so whenever I'm working with my couples, um, my private uh, clients that are couples, I always like to ask them the question, highlights and lowlights of the week. And so I typically ask, what are two highlights, two things that went really well for you and one lowlight? 
And so I stack the deck, so to speak, in the positive direction because we have a tendency to have a negative orientation. When we're in rough patches or just the humdrum of marriage, it's very easy to get overwhelmed by all that is not going well, what is not what you want it to be, what is making you unhappy. And so we have to structure our thinking in such a way that we're always on the lookout for what's working, for what's good, so that we can reproduce and recreate and re-experience those things week after week. And so the question structure that I want to encourage you when you have a weekly debrief is that exact structure. What were two things that worked really well about us and our communication and our connection and our interaction? Two things I really appreciated about you this week. And then one thing that's sort of a low light or an area of growth or an area that you really want to pay attention to. So the good thing about this too is that in the course of a week, you probably have a number of things that maybe didn't work so well for you, right? A number of things that you wish your husband didn't do or did do or the way that you interacted with each other was different. And so by only being able to share one low light, it forces you to narrow in on what matters the most. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, like you have to pick your battles, right? Like everything can't be a problem. Everything that pops into your mind as a negative doesn't need to be expressed all the time. And so by having just one low light, one area to grow in, one area for improvement, it really forces you to narrow in on what is most important to you and the thing you feel will move you forward the most. The other reason I really love the weekly check-in is because both of you come to this conversation prepared to receive feedback. A lot of times what happens in a marriage is if something rubs you the wrong way or you're upset about something, you are tempted to just bring it up in the moment. And um, even if you give it a little space and you cool yourself down, you may be bringing it up to your spouse at a time when he's not truly prepared for it. But if you have like every Friday, we're going to get pizza and, you know, sit by the couch and have our weekly check-in, then you both come to that conversation prepared for two good things and one thing that you need to work on. And so by mentally preparing for that type of conversation, both of you are more open and receptive and in a position to hear the feedback with an open mind and with a solutions orientation. Okay, so that is my weekly habit that I strongly suggest. The monthly habit is a date night, right? Like how many times have you heard this? I feel like this recommendation has almost become cliche because everybody suggests it. Now, everybody suggesting it, everybody knowing it, everybody being informed about it does not mean that everybody is doing it. And so I want you to just look at your own marriage like are you and your husband having once a month at a minimum time where you guys get to step outside being mommy and daddy being professional at work 
and just being a couple. That doesn't mean that you need to go out on some lavish dinner or create some, you know, outside of the box date experience. If you're up for that, if you have the time, then great. Even dinner at a new restaurant, even, you know, Googling, you know, most romantic place to have dinner or creating a mystery date. Like there's so many ways you can make date night meaningful beyond sitting around talking about the same things that you always talk about when you're at home eating dinner. And so having that time together outside of your normal routine is so important. And I know when life gets busy, especially with raising young children, that date night is often one of the first things to go. And so you can get really creative about your date nights. You can have a date breakfast. You can have a date lunch, right? You can have a date coffee, Whatever it is you need to do, right? If finding a babysitter is something that's hard for you, go when the kids are in daycare. Go when they are in school. Even if that means you and your husband just take an hour break at work just to have that time together. It is so important. It will do wonders for your relationship because you need that couple time. The time just for the two of you has to be protected. And I'm suggesting at a minimum, once a month, do the date night if you're not doing it. The fourth habit that I'm going to suggest is a quarterly assessment. And I know that sounds like so like, what is this work? Is this like, um, you know, school? Like, what do you mean a quarterly assessment? I know, I know, I know. And so the quarterly assessment, I actually have a guide that I will link to in the show notes. It's called a marriage maintenance guide. And this is a wonderful opportunity for you guys to do a more comprehensive sort of checkup, a tune into each other. Like, how are we doing? Again, if you are just picking one thing and, you know, doing the weekly um, uh, debrief is not something that's feasible. Doing these quarterly check-ins can be really, really helpful. I can't tell you what positive feedback I've gotten from the marriage maintenance guide that again, I will link to in the show note, but it just asks these 10 questions and you fill it out yourself. Your husband fills it out himself. And then you guys come together and talk about it, but it allows you the opportunity to just see like, what are our goals right now? Like, what are we working towards in our marriage? And again, I know this sounds like something you might do professionally and I want you to get in the habit of taking care of your marriage the same way that you take care of your health, the same way that you take care of your performance at work, the same way that you take care of, you know, your child's academic performance. There's so many things that happen on a quarterly basis that are just the necessary maintenance to keep something operating at its full capacity. And so there will always be times when you don't get to talk about 
something you need to talk about. There will always be times where, you know, one of you is feeling like the connection is off or the communication is off. And so having these quarterly check-ins allows you to address those things, to bring those things to the surface before they become super problematic. And even if you are in a very tense and problematic space in your marriage right now, having a structure that enables you to come together and talk, which is different than the way you've been talking, right? Because when you talk, you may just pile stuff on, you may just dump and dump and dump. Answering these specific questions that I have in this marriage maintenance guide is an incredible way of just pacing yourself again to laser in, to focus in on the things that matter, right? The questions that I've pulled together are the questions that you need to be talking about. And some of the things you're talking about are not productive. They're not helpful and they're not moving you forward. And so coming together four times a year, using a structure like the one I've put together or your own structure is really helpful and will really help you see those areas that you do need to pay more attention to while also celebrating the progress that you've made and the things that you are doing really, really well as a couple. And then the last thing is yearly, right? A yearly review. This can be so fun and I want you to think of it as fun. And so it's almost like you're just taking a trip back down memory lane where you think about the year before. So you can even do this now. Think about January last year. What were you doing on New Year's Day, January last year? How were you spending your time together? What was great about that time and the freshness of a new year? Then move through you know, the next month and just think about highlights from each month or from each period of the year or just highlights in general and favorite memories. And I want you to just like review it. Like what were the best memories you made together as a couple? What were the things you were able to overcome collectively and even individually? Are there ways that you have personally grown that you're proud of that are benefiting your marriage? Are there ways you've seen your husband grow that you're proud of and that benefit your marriage? And so this yearly review is almost an opportunity to just celebrate the goodness of the year and to take those successes with you into the next year. So those are the habits that I would suggest you begin to focus on as a couple in this new year. Again, pick the one that resonates most with you. A daily check-in asking that question, what was the best part of your day? Number two, a weekly debrief where you talk about two highlights and one low light. A monthly date night, sky is the limit with what you can do with that quarterly assessment. Again, I will link to the marriage maintenance guide that I have that I think will be perfect for this. And then a yearly review, looking at all of what was accomplished, all of the ways you've grown, all of the things you've accomplished together and individually. So I hope you will apply one of these habits to your marriage this year. I would love to know which one you're committing to. Definitely leave a review. Let me know what this 
um, meant to you, how you're going to apply it. Um, I would love to know that this is resonating for you and that um, what I'm suggesting is helpful and relevant. So thank you again so much for tuning in. I am now on a weekly schedule of the podcast. And so um, every week, every Tuesday, there will be a new episode. So make sure you have subscribed so that you are notified when a new episode is available because you don't want to miss it. All right. Have an amazing first day of the year, an amazing year ahead. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you and we'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.